0: In this digital space, when you're building an email list, you can't just create a freebie and call it a day or create one newsletter sign-up form, pop it on your website, and then strangers on the internet who willingly hand it over their email address, never hear from you again. Or what about having a product page go live and then just sit there waiting for someone who has no idea who you are or that you've created this amazing thing randomly stumble onto your cart page and click the purchase button. How I wish that that is how it would happen because we could all be millionaires at that point, right? Let me call out podcasters real quick. Having a podcast and expecting that people just know what your paid offers are, it's not going to work. So today we're going to dive into why you might be losing leads regardless of your business model and how to fix it. This is the School of Marketing for Digital Entrepreneurs. My name is Megan Ward, creator of the Pop-Up Podcast and founder of the Email Template Shop. I believe that running a profitable digital business does not require subscribing to the hustle culture in order to make a comfortable living and find freedom in the things that you love most. If you dream of having a digital business without the constant late night work sessions, then you're in the right place so you can find simple strategies to set you apart in your industry with real actionable steps for this digital marketing world so that you can grow and build your business. The only question is, are you ready? If so, welcome to the School of Marketing podcast. Welcome back to episode four, how to stop losing leads with a solid email strategy. But before I dive in, We're officially into summer break over here. I know some of you might have kids that are not quite out of school for the summer yet, but you're almost there. Those last couple of weeks for us were wild. There's field days, end-of-year celebrations, ceremonies, concerts, and softball season gearing up, plus Teacher Appreciation Week to boot, which those teachers, especially the teachers of my boys, deserve the world. So here's to you, parents, if you're out there just hanging by a thread, to make it to the last day of school you're doing great and it'll be here soon i promise so let's discuss losing leads and how to stop losing leads in episode 2 we talked a little bit about growing your email list organically and fun lead magnets to help you do just that but once you've got that lead magnet created that opt in if you prefer to call it that what happens next so they sign up they receive your thing and then Never hear from you again? Nope, I'm not letting you get away with that. I need you to have a welcome sequence. Now, it does not have to be a million emails long. We're not doing that. Now, if you want to, go for it. Go slay those emails. But I want you to have a solid three emails if you're just starting out. I write five to six for both myself and my clients. But if that stresses you out, stick with three. In a later episode, I think it's going to be episode 12, we're going to go over welcome sequence secrets, but for the purpose of today, and if you're only focusing on having three emails in your sequence, these are the three things I want you to do. First, of course, send the promised freebie that they signed up for. Second, introduce yourself and why you are the expert on this topic, and third, Set up expectations for how often you're going to be sending emails. Maybe share about an offer that pairs well with that freebie that they just downloaded. This is going to build trust and nurture that relationship with them and much better than just chunking a free PDF at them and then ghosting them. So now that you've got that welcome sequence checked off the list, I want you to stay consistent and show up with valuable content. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. If you have blogs or podcast episodes, maybe there's some really helpful Instagram posts that have performed well. Turn that into a tip or a piece of advice for your email. And I want you to be emailing on the same cadence each month. For some of us, that might look like one email a month. And for others, it could be up to two emails a week. No matter what you decide fits best for you and your business, stick with it and stay consistent. If you remember in your welcome sequence that we just talked about, you're going to be setting up those expectations with them already. So they're going to know when to watch for your name to pop in their inbox, whether that's once, twice, or even eight times a month, whatever email cadence that you decide to do, because being consistent with your email frequency is going to keep you top of mind with your subscribers. And I know I said this, I'm going to say it again. You will find the right balance with what this looks like for you and your business. I recently signed up for a newsletter and they email three times a week, but they told me that before I ever hit the subscribe button. So I don't feel bombarded with their email frequency because I was well aware going into this relationship what this was going to look like and they're true to the word. They show up every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday with marketing lessons and other fun marketing content. So let's talk about your CTAs, which means your call to action. What is it that you're asking them to do? Do you want your audience to go check out a sales page? Do you want them to listen to a new podcast episode or just simply reply back with an answer to something? Including a clear, bold, noticeable, and persuasive call to action makes it very easy for your reader to know, hey, I'm going to click over and go check out this thing, or I'm going to go listen to this episode. If you simply gloss over your call to action or just even avoid it altogether, you're losing that possibility of making a sale or increasing your podcast downloads. So never forget Your call to action as the entire point of your email, and then build that email around it. I'm going to switch gears a little bit here and dive into cart abandonment emails. This is very specific to those of you who have digital products or courses, but if you don't have at least one cart abandonment email set up for somebody who started that checkout process, then you've left money on the table because you don't know. What just happened on the other end? That person could have been in the middle of buying your product and then everything just hit the fan because a kid spilled milk or another kid stole their sibling's Kindle and took off running, which ensued an entire dramatic chain of events that had kids screaming as if something really horrible had just happened. And yes, okay, I know that might be a true story that just happened this morning at my house, but you get the idea. So if things just went haywire when they were trying to purchase that thing from you, and then let's say they had to set their phone down and then their brain shifted into parent mode or whatever it was that happened, they have forgotten what they were just doing. So by you popping back in their inbox to say, hey friend, did you forget this? It's going to get them back on track and remind them, oh yeah, I was buying this. Let me do that now while my kids aren't trying to tear the house apart. We'll have another episode one day where we dive into all things cart abandonment, so just keep an ear out for that, but it truly is an important component of the full digital marketing strategy, and people don't get mad at you for sending those. How many emails do you have from Target or Amazon, in my case Draper James, that has the subject line, OMG Megan, you almost missed this. And sometimes I truly did forget, and other times I'm just over here reasoning with myself if I truly need that t-shirt that asks what Dolly would do, though I do imagine Dolly would buy the (laughs) t-shirt. Those emails are always effective with me, but I'm also easily persuaded when it comes to certain brands. I just want you to take these tips from today and see where do you need to start implementing things. Is it that welcome sequence, or is it simply getting more consistent with your emails? No matter what, just take it one step at a time so that you can stop losing those leads because you've got this friend. Now in our next episode, we're going to discuss if passive income is really passive. Thank you so much for listening to the School of Marketing podcast today. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star review and hit the follow or subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. This will help the show reach even more entrepreneurs like you. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all the details mentioned in today's episode. And a big thanks to Studio Pizza Productions for making this show sound amazing in your AirPods. If you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out the email template shop and join the School of Marketing community on Facebook. And remember, may your email list forever be larger than your social media following.